0: church. It's Jonathan Brocious. Let's pray together today. Then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. But he answered, it is written, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Matthew 4, 1 through 4. Tomorrow marks the first day of school for Jasper County. Other districts in our church will be starting within the next couple of days. So I had a thought. What if we took tomorrow and fasted and prayed over our schools? I desperately want to see God move in our schools this year. My girls are both headed to the junior high, and I want to see God impact the people around them. I want to see kids understand that God loves them and has a plan for them. I want to see teachers feel encouraged and wake up each day with renewed purpose and passion for their jobs. I want to see administrators experience success for their tireless work. So again, I return to the idea, what if we took tomorrow and fasted and prayed over the school year? But, I've got to be honest, I'm a terrible faster. I wish I had a better handle on it. When I don't eat, I start to get depressed, I get grouchy, the world begins to look like it's going to end, (laughs) I run out of energy, and all I can think about is food. But I see it all through Scripture, and I see that it's a very important practice. David, Daniel, and Jesus, and many other heroes of the faith fasted as part of their relationship with God. Many times in the Scripture, the word fasting appears right next to prayer as if they're almost one and the same thing. They go together like bread and butter or like peanut butter and jelly. They're almost inseparable. So what gives? Why do we struggle with it so much? Why don't we practice it? And why do we get so uncomfortable with the idea? Well, the answer is simple. We forgot that that is the point of fasting. When Jesus was fasting in the desert for 40 days, the devil tempted him to turn stones into bread. And on the surface, this doesn't appear to be very sinful. Jesus manufactured food other times, and it wasn't a problem. He fed thousands with miraculously created bread and fish, and that was a good thing. He also filled the disciples' fishing nets and boats with fish, and again, it wasn't a problem. So why does Jesus refuse to turn these stones into bread? Well, his answer reveals something important about fasting. Jesus speaks to the devil and quotes from Deuteronomy 8. He says, Man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Deuteronomy 8 refers to the time that God rescued the Jews from Egypt and led them out into the desert for 40 years. They had no food, so God fed them with magic bread from the sky called manna. The point is simple. We all think that we are dependent on food. We hate feeling hungry because we instinctively know that that's our body craving fuel. Without fuel, we cannot carry on. Without food, we can't push forward anymore. But what is so easy to forget is that we are in the same boat without God. If God doesn't show up, we're sunk. There's no path forward. We can't continue. If God doesn't do something miraculous, no human effort could save us. This is exactly where we are with school starting tomorrow. Tomorrow, our teachers will open their classrooms. They will have lessons prepared. Students will step off the bus or out of their parents' cars. They will have supplies in their backpacks. They will greet each other in the hallways. They will sit next to their friends. They will look at their teachers and prepare to learn. And if God doesn't do something, it's all a waste. If God doesn't move, our kids will just continue to be swallowed by the monsters of bullying, poverty, abuse, and sexual hurt. The social and emotional destruction of a generation will continue for another year. We're like the Jews in the desert. If God doesn't move, we die. We think that the answer lies in parental involvement, training for our teachers and professionals, better funding, and effective programs. No, These are good things, but they're like bread in the desert. They're not what we really need. Jesus Christ is the only one that has the answer. Only he has the power to change the hearts of people. He can change the heart of a bully. He can heal the victim of sexual abuse. He can strengthen the weak child. All he has to do is speak. So let's skip food tomorrow. When we feel the pangs of hunger, let's remember what we really need for our kids. When our stomachs growl, let's pray for what's happening in our school buildings. Let's purposely make ourselves uncomfortable so that we realize our extreme dependency on God. I'll be honest, I'll probably only make it till 3 p.m., but it's better than nothing. And I refuse to let my weakness stop me from trying. Our kids are too important, and we need God too desperately. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you next time as we pray together.